VP of Marketing in Smythe & O'Greeley, a big New York ad agency. I'd only intended to work at ACA temporarily, to make some extra cash after my unemployment benefits ran out. But two years had gone by and I was still at ACA, no closer to finding another job in advertising. Of course, I'd interviewed at plenty of agencies, but the story was always the same. I was either overqualified or they said I'd been out of work too long. I was beginning to think that I'd be a telemarketer for the rest of my life. The ACA office was on 43rd Street, near 8th Avenue. When I got off the elevator on the 7th floor, Eileen, the receptionist, was chewing gum and polishing her nails. She'd never said a word to me or to any of the other telemarketers before, but today she dropped the nail polish when she saw me. My God, what happened to you? She asked. Nothing, I said casually. A little accident, that's all. As I headed along the corridor, I realized the cut might be worse than I thought. I felt the napkin and discovered blood seeping through. I went into the call center where the telemarketers worked. The large, square-shaped room had four rows of three-foot-wide cubicles. Surrounding the room were the manager's offices with windows facing the telemarketing floor. Mike Peterson, the floor supervisor, came over to me while I was punching in at the time clock. Bill, there you are. I didn't think you were going to make it in today. Well, here I am, I said. Why didn't you call? Uh, did you oversleep? I mean, you know how it is here in the summer. We have a full staff and we need to... I turned around. Mike saw the cut on my face. He looked like he was going to vomit. Jesus Christ, you're bleeding! Really, I said. I was wondering what all that red stuff coming out of my head was. What the hell happened? I had a rough ride in on the subway. The subway? What difference does it make? I'm here now, aren't I? You shouldn't really get stitches for that or something. It's all right, I said. I just have to wash it out. In the bathroom, I finally got the bleeding to stop. I put on a couple of band-aids I'd found in the cabinet under the sink, then went back out to my cubicle and prepared to work. I hated my job, but I was good at it. I averaged two or three appointments a day, which was better than most people in the office. I earned $16 an hour, while most people were making 10 or 11 I was the second oldest telemarketer, in seniority and age. Only Harry Perlman, who was 52 years old, had been with the company longer than me. I think I was better on the phone than Harry, though. I was very confident and relaxed, and people always seemed to trust me. Even when people didn't really need our service, I could sweet-talk them into an appointment. Like this one time, a guy hung up on me while I was in the middle of my pitch, I called him right back and said, I'm sorry, sir, we must have been disconnected, and I wound up getting him. I got off to a hot start on the phone, making two appointments in the first 15 minutes. During the 11 o'clock break, I went to the concession machines in the back and bought a can of Pepsi. Greg Brown was there talking to a girl who just started at the company. Later, I found out her name was Marie Stipaldi. Man, you know they're ripping us off, Greg was saying. Just because the salesman makes the sale, you think he's giving us credit for making an appointment? I know for a fact the motherfuckers ripped me off for three appointments. That's $15, man.
That shit adds up after a while. I don't care about commissions, Marie said. I'm just working here for the $10 an hour. Well, I care, Greg said. And if they keep fucking with my shit, I'm going to go in there and do something about it. What are you going to do? I said. Sue them? Fuck the lawyers, man, Greg said. I'll go into Ed's office and tell him the way it is. <laughs> A lot of good that'll do, I said. You know how easy they can replace one of us. They can't replace me, man. I've been making ten appointments a week. I'm the king of ACA. I'm the most important employee at this company. Believe me, nobody's important at this company, I said. I've been here a long time, too long, and I never saw one guy go into that office and get what he wanted. He's right, Marie said to Greg. You can't treat this job like it's...